Ebology. Today is episode nine. How you doing there, Rick? I'm doing great. How you doing, Ethan? Phenomenal. I'm excited. I got there's a new uh, as of this recording. There's a new De- Demon Slayer episode out that I haven't watched yet. That just popped, so I'm, I'm real excited to go watch that. Sunday's a good day for anime. I got a couple things in my queue, so I'm excited. We to got a sick app today. We do have a good one today. I'm really excited about what we got on deck, Ethan. So today we're going to talk about some Amazon recommendations. It's not just uh, Amazon exclusives because as far as I know, they don't have too many. They don't have too many. The uh, the couple on my list are definitely only things you can only catch on Amazon Prime. And uh, they're on the up and up. They They got a nice little collection going from what we've seen. I think still by far Hulu's the best. Yeah, they're pretty diverse, I will say. So, uh... But we're going to give you some options, maybe if your friends have Amazon Prime, but not any of these other kind of streaming services, maybe this will be a good little segue for them. Yeah, and if you're you're an Amazon boy or gal, you can get yourself these animes. Pretty much most of them are, can only, they're not exactly exclusives or licensed by Amazon, but they are, in fact, pretty much the most readily available on. They are on it. <laughs> they're on it, so, yeah. And so. then uh, the, the second part is, well... It's quite an interesting little concoction we've decided to go with. You want to go? You want me to go with it? We can do this one. Well, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we've watched a movie. We've both watched one of the worst rated anime movies of all time, and we're just gonna talk about we're it. Gonna, we're just gonna talk about it. I think we're gonna call this worst worst of weeb. Yeah, worst and of weeb. Worst of weeb. We're gonna give our take on. Uh, we talk about a lot of really good anime on the show, but uh, sometimes it's, you got to give uh, a little bit of attention to. You know, the darker side. Of you know, the shittiest anime the ever. The shittiest made. anime. I mean, it's important to know the entire spectrum of what, what it has to offer, be- the best and the worst. So. Yeah, the good and the bad. And my, my goodness, was it a trip. But uh, we'll get into that <laughs> after uh, in the second half of the show. So, uh, yeah, Amazon recommendations. Shows you can only catch on Prime or is most easily accessible on Prime. Um, uh, some dude got some really, really good highly rated shows. Uh, what do you got? What do you got on your list that you would you want to tell the folk about? Yeah, so I think what I'm going to start off with first is Blue Exorcist. That was a good one. I know uh, at least our friend group has definitely watched this one. Season gonna, one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to give you a little uh, kind of plot on the ones that I mentioned, and then uh, you know we'll go from there. So the plot for this show is the story revolves around Ren Okamura, who along with his younger, younger twin, Yukio Okamura, was raised by Father Shiro Fujimoto, an exorcist. One day, Ren learns that he and Yukio are the sons of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just the way they really like in that particular plot des- description, they just blindside you. It's just, these kids are raised by a priest. They decide and they find out that they are the sons of Satan. Yeah. Lucifer's spawn. <laughs> Witnessing Shiro dying to protect him, Ren draws the demon-slaying sword Kurikara. Which restrains his demon powers. Sorry, demonic powers. From that moment on, Rin not only gains demonic features like fangs and a tail, but also the power to ignite into blue flames that destroy almost anything he touches. Whoa. Rin wishes to become an exorcist like his guardian to become stronger and to defeat Satan. He enrolls at the prestigious True Cross Academy, an exorcist cram school, which is truly the Japanese branch uh, sorry which is actually the japanese branch of the true cross order an international organization dedicated to protect asai like the berry a s s 
I-A-H. We are a demon fighting organization committed to protecting, g- protecting ass. the the super the superfoods of the world. Protecting your Sai-y ass. berries. Um, the human realm from Gehenna, the de- demonic realm. Much to his surprise, Ren finds that Yukio is already a veteran exorcist and is one of his teachers. Thus begins Ren's journey to becoming an exorcist, accompanied by his brother and his fellow students, who quickly become some of his closest friends. Oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. What I really liked about the show, first of all, Blue Flames are always dope. Always good. Literally 100% of the time, they've been cool. Who's the one from My Hero? The Donnie or whatever that dude's name is who's got the blue flame court? It's you mean cool. uh, Todoroki's dead brother, Dobby? Dobby, that's it. <laughs> that's a manga spoiler. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually his brother. That was a theory everyone was saying. I think that is the thing. The thing. I don't know if it's How could it be? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Anywho. Whatever, yeah. Um, yeah, blue flame's always dope. I think what's really cool is he's just like super high level demon and he decides that he's going to be an exorcist oh yeah yeah he's just like i'm gonna i'm gonna be what i'm trying to fight against to get the edge right i don't know something about it like it was just really easy shonen candy for me it really was it was, it was, it was, it was easy like to enjoyable binge. quick yeah and like all the characters were super cool they all had their own take on how to do exorcisms and and fight demons they all had their own mantras and um i, I actually really liked in that sh- that first season like all of the the friend group around the main character find out about his demon heritage and didn't all just like say okay cool he's our friend ha 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 yeah. that's fine they really wrestled with it like they yeah, didn't they want to they, cool they didn't want them to do with him he was the demon spawn they were trying to fight against ultimately and it, it felt like a real like a real take on a friendship strain when you find out oh hey you're literally my enemy how could you have lied to us this whole time? Right. You, you so the studio asshole? for that was A1 Pictures. There's 25 A1. There's 25 episodes in season uh season 1 with an OVA and then the season 2 um had 12 12 episodes plus an OVA. Still A1. How'd you feel about the second season? I didn't I didn't watch, I watched like the first two episodes. I think like something else knocked me off of it. It was good. Okay. I think it was just more of the same. More of the same. Like that's cool. A nice fun 8.5 to 9. Oh wow! Okay, that's cool. You don't you wouldn't call it an eight point five? I call it a solid eight. <laughs> Whatever. It was candy. Like it, it was candy. So well, it well counts. Yeah, so it was good. Andy plurks. I and, love and, that. Andy plurks. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I I like the uh I like that supernatural stuff and in a different take in supernatural. I think with an Amazon exclusive is uh Inu Yashiki. Yeah. Inu Yashiki, the last hero, um, was a a manga. It might have been a light novel. I'm going to go ahead and say manga. Somebody correct me, please, if I'm wrong. Um, that It had a really unique premise, and I, I really liked the idea of it. So I have a plot description right here because I know it, me and uh, I made RoboPat watch it, so he had more in his uh, his database of stuff to suggest. Of course. Um, yeah, you got to make sure you get your neural net uh, learned up so it could be robust. You need the firmware updated. The firmware updated so he actually does the uh, watches the things we want him to watch, so. This is a beer break. Excuse me. Want to fill the time when I have a beer break, Ethan? How dare you? <laughs> Just leave me in the dark like that. Well, you probably should have told me beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> read the room. It just I mean, seemed like an inopportune time for a sip. Extremely, extremely inopportune time. Feel but, free. Okay, so if you, if you want a little bit of plot, um, <laughs> Inuyashiki, he's an elderly man whose family like really seems to just hate him. 
And they, they totally don't care about his existence. He's just a very lonely old man. But one night, he's in, uh, he's in the park taking his dog for a walk. And uh, he literally, there's some sort of alien explosion. And right. he is uh, awoken later to find out he is literally a super-powered robot with these insane abilities. Like, he is basically is now alien tech from head to toe. Nice. Internally. So he uses these powers to help people in need. He feels a very heroic com- uh, compulsion with these powers. And he finds out he can even uh, heal and bring people back to life. So he can revive people. Damn. But at the same time, in the same park on the same night, there's a shitty teenager who also was endowed with the same alien tech inside his body. But instead of taking the heroic route, he just goes maniacal and becomes, like, the worst villain. There's things he can literally point a finger at somebody and then just, like, pretend to shoot, and they will, like, they got hit with a bullet. Yeah. And he could do it over TV. He can do it any, like, that's the kind of powers he's working with. I'm pretty sure uh, Inu Ishiki has the same power set, but he uses it for good. So it's this awesome clash between uh, this psychopathic teenager who has godlike powers and this old man who uses it benevolently. And it follows them separately in their own adventures, and they clash a couple times in the arc. So it's a super cool take on what happens when two different people are endowed with the same power, and then how does it, how do, uh, how is society affected around them as they take two totally different paths and then meet up? Because a lot of good is done by the old man Inuishiki, but this teenager sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this teen is awful. He's like a legit psychopath. So. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was a really fresh story. I think it was a really cool take on the dichotomy of how power is used because there's no there's no power progression. They have everything they can do from the get go, but it's how it's used that makes for a very compelling story. So I would give that probably a solid eight eight point five. I would say I would say it's a little better even than Blue Exorcist because Blue Exorcist was fun. It didn't dive very philosophically into a lot of cool concepts despite it being very well i mean hey a demon uh son of satan going against his nature that's pretty interesting i mean i'm not saying it's not interesting i'm just, I'm just saying it didn't it didn't really like it, that's why it was candy if this if if blue exorcist was candy then inuishiki is more kind of like a uh, thinking man's candy it's a thinking man it's like yeah it's more like a really nice scotch you know you sip on it you appreciate it it has a lot to tell you and you know when you're done with the cup you're like wow this is really it was a really nice enriching experience you know <laughs> did you ever see the movie chronicle uh yeah with the teenagers and they got the they that's got kind the, like, of what in like telekinesis powers yeah dr- it sounds add, a lot like that add mech to that premise and that's what you got cool yeah that's essentially what it is so it's it's really good it's a it's a quicken um i don't know if y'all noticed yet but my talent is drawing parallels between other shit and movies oh yeah it's on your degree because i've seen an absolute yeah. absolute movies it's on your do- it's on your weebology doctorate yeah yeah they just give us right a on list my of doctorate. Shit. Yeah. So yeah, I'll go watch Inuashiki. It's a good time. Uh, kind of violent. Uh, I'm gonna say that out loud. Pretty violent. So if you're not into the little bit of a gory kind of animated side, then be prepared. But it's a good. It's a good time. Cool. So my next one is Darker Than Black. Um, I actually just kind of stumbled upon it on Amazon Prime. You did a while back. You told me to watch it, and guess what? I never did. <laughs> you never watched it. I never watched it. Uh, <laughs> so I had I had heard about it beforehand as like you know, a very strong anime, like a, like one of the older ones. Like, I think it was like in the 90s or something like was that. Was it really? I thought it was newer than that. Well, maybe it was like 09. Yeah, 09 looks like. Nice. We are old. Anywho, so the plot was 10 years ago, a mysterious spatial anomaly known as Heaven's Gate appeared in South America, shortly followed by the opening of Hell's Gate in Tokyo. 
altering the sky and wreaking havoc on the landscape. The real stars disappeared, replaced by false stars. During this time, people possessing various special abilities called contractors emerged, each capable of superna uh, different supernatural feats. Each contractor has a corresponding fake star, which reacts to their activities. As such, contractors are usually identified by their stars, um, M-E-S-S-I-E-R, Messier catalog number. No, just M-E-S-S-I-R. That's got to be an actual science term. Maybe. Messier catalog, Messier. It's got to be Messier. Like the, We're not a linguistics the podcast hockey star. Catalog number. Kept secret from the masses. These individuals are known to murder in cold blood, smothering unnecessary emotions with logic and rationality. Their incredible abilities, however, are gained at the cost of their humanity. Contractors are thus named because of an inv involuntary compulsion to pay the price each time their power is used, which can range from eating particular foods or completing meaningless tasks to self-harm and change their bodies in peculiar ways. Various nations and organizations around the world and uh, train and utilize contractors as spies and assassins, resulting in violent battles for valuable objects and information. Following the disastrous Heaven's War, the United States lost its dominant position as a superpower to a mysterious organization named the Syndicate. The story revolves around a Chinese contractor named Hei, as he <laughs> undertakes various espionage and assassination missions in Tokyo under the direction of the aforementioned Syndicate. It eventually reveals a plan of the Syndicate to erase the existence of contractors and a resistance up, up uh, sorry, put up by contractors from the syndicate itself and various espionage agencies. So the story is extremely deep. It's really That's cool stuff. It, just that plot summary seemed like great, like good intellectual shit. Right. So what's really dope is, like it had mentioned in the, in the plot, to use their powers, they must pay the price every single time. Interesting. So, for instance, there's just one character. If he uses his contractor powers, he must go smoke a pack of cigarettes. Interesting. So he's going to die sooner because he has to do all that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So are, are all the contractual stuff kind of like shortening stuff? or is No, it not physical? all the time. Okay, so it's not all the time. Okay. So there's you pay. There is a price to pay. No matter you who you it. are, there's a price to pay. That's pretty cool. Except for our main character. Oh, wow. Okay. That's his... He, does he nullify all other contractor powers? I think you should watch it and find out, Rick. Gosh. No, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, oh my god! And there's like a lot of deep story plot throughout. It's like honestly it was like a really good time. And since it's on Amazon Prime, it's very easy and accessible. You can just throw that junk on, watch the dub, then you can even do things at the same time. So we're not sponsored by Amazon Prime, but. Amazon, if you want to throw us a bone. No lie, Bezos, you want to throw me some yeah. bones? Yeah, Bezos, we're, we're talking about your services. You're talking about how you got a good, robust library. You want to throw us a little uh, a little lettuce our way. That'd yeah, be, that'd be great. super down. Your boys need to make us a sandwich. We, <laughs> we need that lettuce. But yeah, I'd put it in the... Sounds cool. I feel like I've watched an episode or two of it, and again... It was by Bones. Oh, wow, okay. In 09. That's, so all, you, that's all you had to tell me. 09, what were you in, like sophomore year of high school yeah that's 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 modern warfare two days yeah modern warfare two 
Hell yeah. Yeah, so I really, really enjoyed it. I think y'all should check it out. What would you? What kind of rating would you give that one? Probably nine. Wow. It did seem like a, I, I have nothing to speak on about it. The, the plot summary looked pretty cool. Power system looks cool. How's the storyline, like the narrative? Is it like enriching? Like, is it a good, like, does it feel satisfying? Yeah, it does. So you start off kind of not knowing really a whole lot. Okay. Obviously, that's, that's but that's kind of good. Obscuring information a little bit is. Well, is I mean, good it's a little bit like Dimension W. Like you just start off randomly, and just it's like, like in the middle a lot of the of slice that happened. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but by the end, you really like you get the full depth of everything. You kind of understand what the hell is going on, and I super super enjoyed the actual plot. That's cool. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna move Blue Exorcist down to a seven point five. Ooh, okay. In light of my eight point five to nine of Darker Than Black. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you keeping your, you you know, you're your, a moving target, so to speak. <laughs> but yeah, so when it comes to, you know, I I, I call Blue Exorcists uh, shown in candy, but I think there are series out there that exist solely for the spectacle of of the visuals and the fights. And if you're big into like battle anime or some action anime, the one I'm going to recommend is a pretty good one. It's called Recreators. Now it's gotten uh, it's gotten a lot of good hype. Uh, it's a really, I think it's a really good time. It feels like a little bit like a fate knockoff solely because of the kind of the plot. Here's so here's the plot surrounding this. So a high school student uh, named Soda uh, embarks on a quest for heroes when a mysterious woman brings video game characters into the real world as pawns to fulfill her sinister purpose. And I think basically if you read that and felt, oh, that sounds like you're summoning, uh, you're, you're summoning servants in fate in the fate series. That's kind of what it feels like. It's supposed to be like what I'm calling a reverse isekai. Like people are summoned to our world instead of someone from our world being summoned to theirs. It's it's a fresh enough take. It it's good in that the all the characters can span between mages and myths and gangsters and they have a really diverse cast of uh, active characters. So all of the confrontations and the fights are really creative. They're, they're wild. They're like super left field in terms of aesthetic. So you'll find yourself uh, not watching the same type of battle twice. And it's all animated very beautifully, despite being from a studio that's not exactly well known for their works. I mean, it's made by a studio called Troika. And Troika's only done not too much other stuff. I mean, they did Recreators. And they did Idolish 7. Um and they did uh they did Bloom into You, which is done in like most very recently, but it's a it's a Yuri manga, so it's very romantic. But um, yeah, I would say if you're looking for some sweet action, some action you've never really seen before. Isn't Yayori Boy Love? Yes, it yeah. So this studio has only made a couple other things, and one of them oh no, that's not this anime. Recreators doesn't have that. Okay. One of the other <laughs> things they made, this studio picked up to animate. And uh, produce what's called Bloom into You, which is a Yuri manga. So it's kind of a creepy title. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Anywho, I mean, continue, I mean, the, that's sorry. what I'm saying. That's that's the studio you're working with. So they don't they don't got a lot of stuff to to speak on. But uh, it looks like they really do. Uh, they did a really good job with recreators. They got really high reviews from folk. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you're kind of in an isekai and want something different, uh, this is a good this is a good pick. Twenty two episodes won't won't break the bank. It's good for a rainy weekend. And uh, yeah, Amazon Prime. It's, it's it's free as hell. You can go on there and just click it and just just banj free, free, free free with the price of 120 a year. Just banj it. You already got it. You might as well banj it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh some of the characters are super cool. Like some like one of them uses like they teleport in gunplay. Basically, like their power is like Gilgamesh from Fate, where they can just summon 
unlimited amount of weapons, but in their case, it's guns. Hmm. Pretty cool. That and they cool. have to fight someone who is very, very close range. So, but this person's very good. So they can, they, the whole point is like these mismatch fights uh, add for a lot of creativity and uh, battle dynamics that you, you may have seen in some other anime in some form, but they do a really good job polishing a lot of different uh, fighter styles in this particular anime. So good and wacky. The the animation's great. I give it, give a, it a rating considering you gave Blue Exorcist an eight. Seven five. Okay. Seven five. It's it's like you I said, it's here not, first, folks. It's not gonna blow your mind, but it's getting all its points from the spectacle. You're gonna watch it like, whoa, this looks crazy. The story's not gonna blow your mind or anything, but um I I really like it. Uh, it's a really easy one to watch, so I, I suggest getting on it. Sick. Yeah. So I have two more that we've already talked about in the past, so I'm just going to mention them quickly and then move on to my last one. Yeah. Uh, GTO. Always. Great teacher, Onizaka. Oh, gosh. So good. Super dope. Big fan. I'm more than halfway uh, through it. I I recommend it. It's on there, and that's a a huge... um, I'm making a call in this episode. If you are someone who screams, I do not like Slice of Life, I know. I am there, too. I am in your camp, my friend. Go watch Great Teacher, Onizuka. I think what we should do is we should take all the genres we hate and then force ourselves to watch one and then talk about it on the on the. Uh, That'd be great. Yeah. Because like for for instance, I don't like any of the like shojo like romantic type shit. But I'd be down to watch one that's decent. We should watch like Torodora or uh, something like that. I'd watch Love Is War. I haven't watched it either. We should I, totally. I, that'd do be that. a good. One. Oh, it's gotten really good ratings. So I don't think we. I don't think we can keep our weebology tenureship unless we actually do research. Yeah. We actually have to write some papers. <laughs> Anywho, so uh, yeah. GTO and then Dororo, which we've talked about at so least good. twice. So yeah. big fan. Definitely check those out. My uh, fifth and final will be Slam Dunk. Now, I'm not a big sports anime guy. So this I'm is actually the first one. one I ever watched. Yeah. And there's like 100 episodes, so I'm like 60 in or something like that. Wow, you, you are cooking. Yeah. My goodness. So, you know, I I just, uh, everyone was talking about Hyakyu or whatever, the uh, volleyball, volleyball one. one yeah. And then Hajime no Ippo, the the boxing one. I've watched Deepo that one. And uh, <laughs> Kuroko no Basque. Yeah, I never watched that one. And uh, that's another basketball one. So I decided to watch this one because it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also like the original like kind of sports anime. How, especially how old is it? So the actual manga is from 1990 to okay. 1996. Oh, that's cool. And the actual anime is from 93 to 96. Whoa, they cooked the whole thing in, yeah, in three that was years. Sick. That's cool. Uh, studio is Toei Animation. Well done. Yeah. So largely good. Yeah, largely. <laughs> Foreshadowing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll just quickly do the plot. Uh, Hanamichi Sagaraki is a delinquent and the leader of a gang. <laughs> Sagaraki is very unpopular with girls having been rejected what? an astonishing 50 times wait whoa, whoa, whoa. is it very specifically 50 yeah. did they mention that mm-hmm. oh my gosh okay in his first year of shohoku uh high school he meets haruku akage so haruko akagi the girl of his dreams and is overjoyed when she is not repulsed or scared of him like all the other girls he has asked out. Fellas out there who's who's having some love trouble, 51, 51st time is to try. <laughs> That's the ticket. Haruko recognizes Shigaraki's, uh, Sakuragi's athleticism, introducing him to Shuhoko basketball team. Wait, so he was shit with girls, but he w- was an athlete? 
he's a like a delinquent, so he has like a crazy body, but he never played sports or anything. I should go on a Cinder profile. Well, I mean, he's like an asshole, you know. Also, should go on a Cinder profile. <laughs> yeah, that'll get him a date. <laughs> that'll get him a date. Fifty first, first time. Um, so Sakuragi is reluctant to join the team at first, as he has no prior experience in sports and thinks that basketball is a game for losers because his fiftieth rejection was in favor of a basketball player oh so he's bitter but he yeah. knows it works in the game of love dude go do basketball Come <laughs> sakuragi on, uh despite his extreme immaturity and fiery temper proves to be a natural athlete and joins the team mainly in the hopes of impressing and getting closer to hiroko why else does anyone play basketball huh no one else plays basketball for any other reason than to get girls of course obviously later on sakuragi realizes that he has come to actually love the sport despite having previously played primarily because of his crush on Haruko. Kaeda Rukawa, Sakuragi's <laughs> bitter rival. Sorry, these names are brutal. They sound brutal. I mean, um, both in basketball and because Haruko has a massive crush, albeit one-sided, on Rukawa. Oh. The star rookie and a girl magnet joins the team at the same time. Not long after, Hizashi Mitsui, this, this stepping in on my turf. Yeah, what you're telling me a right skilled now. three-point shooter and ex-junior high school MVP, and Ryuta Miyaki, Ooh. a short but fast wait, 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 point wait. guard. What does an ex-junior high school mean? Like, does he? Did he used to play junior, or did he used to be a yeah, junior, junior high school? Junior high MVP. Oh, and now he's a senior. Now they're in high school. Junior oh. high. Oh, is junior high. School. Junior high. Junior high. Come on, man. I don't, pff, dude. I go to school in America. I don't know. We have junior high year, too. It's called middle school, okay? <laughs> anyway. Whatever. A short but fast point guard. Both rejoin the team, and together, these four struggle to fill team captain Takenori Akagi's dream of winning the national championship. Together, these misfit, misfits gain publicity, and the once little-known Shihoku basketball team becomes an all-star contender in Japan. Wow. Yeah, that seems pretty cut and dry when it comes to the sports anime. Yeah, so it was really cool, but there's an extra kind of piece to this. Okay. Because I'm a professor. I do extra research. I can tell. Um, so I actually watched this YouTube video on uh, – it's from the Crunchyroll channel. It was called How Manga Changed Basketball in Japan. So apparently before this manga kind of existed, basketball was essentially non-existent as a sport in Japan. Whoa. And then off off the success of this, it became like a cultural norm for everyone to like and play and want to like be good at basketball. Was it that quick of like Apparently over it was like, like six, that year, big six big years deal. it went from like a not that'd be like if like a, a a hockey HBO show came on in America and then everyone played like screw football, screw right. baseball, it just became as exactly like that. So wow. I thought that was a really sick um That's kind insane. of extra layer you could go down into that's, that's into cool. it so, so what, what would you recommend this for you know sports fans people who are just fans of anime in general like yeah who, who's watching this i think both easy okay and i think you know if you're just a fan of like kind of how anime or anything like that affects culture i think what i would probably suggest is check out the the video first of called how manga changed basketball in japan and then kind of get an idea of how it like genuinely affected the kind of add some of that context. Yeah, because yeah. I think that will help kind That's of cool. just make it not just an anime type thing. So what's your rating? I think I'd put it. So I said seven point five for Blue Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, Darker than Black. I said eight point five to nine. I'll say eight just because 
I'm a real battle kind of shonen. Yeah, of course. Weeb yeah. trash boy. Yeah. And there's no battling and weeb, you know, flames and shit like that. So well, Kuroko no Basket had more of that, right? Yeah, Kuroko no Basket is described by Nuxtaku on uh, YouTube as basketball with devil fruits. I love that. Idea. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great description. Yeah, so I mean, it was a it was a lot of fun. I'm obviously not done yet, but it's pretty long. So, I think it, I think it's just a, a cool little thing to get you into like sports, anime, and things like that. That's cool. I might actually pick that one up. It seems if it seems that pivotal to the Japanese culture, it might. You hey, know, there's, some, there's something to the story, I guess. Pivotal, pivotal. So, I guess my last suggestion, and oh boy, it's a doozy. If you haven't seen it, you are far behind. Made in Abyss. He's looking at me because I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, it won! It won it. awards. It's won so many awards. So, dude, I, guys, yeah, reading books takes a long time. Oh my Watching god, watching anime takes a long time. Oh my god, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if it feels like this for all of y'all, but it feels like I can never, ever, 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 ever catch up. There's no catching up. That's, I mean, that's escape that fallacy. It's escape that thinking. There's no catching up. There'll always be more. I've probably seen like. 150 to 200 anime and i just feel like i've never seen anything that anyone ever talks about i'm I'm probably at 100 at this point and still you gotta you gotta you gotta pick and choose okay so made an abyss why it's so crazy is uh the the plot is it has all the stuff of like high fantasy that i love that you comes with isekai and other world stuff but it didn't even do any isekai stuff it's purely fantasy and that is so fresh to me where the plot is this little girl named rico uh she lives as an orphan uh, she lives as an orphan in a village surrounding the abyss, which is a massive crater in the ground of unknown depth, of seemingly unknown depth. Um, her story starts when she is exploring uh, her town one day, and she has noticed that she had found uh, what looks like a, what looks like a small boy, uh, but turns out to be a robot from the depths of the abyss. This is this kind of artifact has never been found. It's been well known that treasures and artifacts exist deeper and deeper inside the abyss and there are explorers that go down and dig the stuff up to be used in culture and science and tech and stuff like that um the dangerous part about the abyss and where all the conflict comes in is the called the curse of the abyss descending it is fine you can go as far as you want to it is like miles and miles deep but as you ascend you are affected by numerous amounts of curses it could be bodily harm sickness most of the time depth though like exploring this abyss is a fatal endeavor for the most part if you go deep enough and what also kicks off Rico's story is she finds this boy this robot boy that she is named Reg that seems to have come from an unknown depth in the abyss and the reason why she's an orphan is because her mother is a very famed explorer herself so she sends a message up by balloon and the orphanage and the powers that be find it and say hey your mother has sent you a message. She is waiting for you at the bottom of the abyss. Hmm. Now, literally in this culture, there's never been even word that there was a bottom at all. And her mother just told her specifically, I'm waiting for you at the bottom. And the curse will not let her ascend. So that's an amazingly compelling personal story that I love. The art, oh my God, the art is some of the best I've ever seen since Miyazaki. Like the backdrops... The character design, the the simplicity, the, like all the characters that are of of merit are very chibi, so they're all very cute. Um, but it, it doesn't stay cute. It's very, it gets very dark. It's a very fantastic fantasy storyline. Dark like and, the abyss. 
Dark, darkling abyss. <laughs> the darkest abyss you can possibly imagine. Like light doesn't reach it type dark? Pretty kind of, yeah, that, <laughs> that kind of dark. And they only have one season right now, which is very sad. And everyone, on, if you go on Google and type in Made Eye, you'll probably get Made in Abyss Season 2 for release date. Or something like that. Because it is very, uh, very anticipated for the next chapter that's coming. Highly animated. sought after. Very sought after. So you want something new. You want something very, very aesthetically pleasing. Um, check it out. Made in Abyss. I would give it a 10 out of 10. My God. It is a 10. It is one was of the... that 2016? It was 2017? I think it won Best it's Animated... in your hand, Ricky. Just tell me what it says. No, no. I I have my notes here. Oh, okay. I, I'll look it up. <laughs> I thought he was on Wikipedia. I'm like, dog, just scroll. Oh, no. I'm a, I am a professor. I do my own research and my own summations, Ethan. Fair enough, dude. <laughs> well, it looked like it was written... The manga itself was written since 2012. Um... But yeah, it came out in mid-2017 from July 7th to September 29th. And a sequel film, oh, a sequel film will premiere in January 2020. Ooh. So that's interesting. So you got something on the radar to watch. Yes, but I am not, uh, don't quote me on this. I remember it won some awards. I think it won Best Anime of Last, yeah. This series was awarded Anime of the Year and Best Score at Crunchyroll's 2017 Anime Awards. Okay, I guess for our next pitcher ditch, you should suggest that for me. I will, and you will pitch it all day because it is golden. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, uh, yep. Amazon's cool. Amazon's yeah, got a Amazon's lot of stuff to cool. watch. Uh, go Most watch people it. have some kind of Prime or Prime Video, so we figured, hey, we've given you some Netflix originals. We can do like a Netflix like in general recommendations too because there's a lot mm-hmm. of really like stout uh, productions on there. We but wanted we, f- we wanted to give you some prime prime yeah. picks. Yeah, prime prime picks. Prime there prime you go. picks. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, guys, our That's third up. weeb clip, third or fourth. Who's counting? I don't know. Yeah, who's, who's, who's counting? counting? So what we're doing today is we're doing a weeb warning or a worst of weeb. We're I, not sure which yet. I like worst of weeb because we talk about a lot of great anime on the show i would say a lot of the ones you talk about are something with near and dear to our hearts but we we decided that you know there's a full spectrum of anime out there that you you guys may not be aware of and neither are we so we decided we we're going to take some of the worst rated anime of all time pick one out of that little bucket subject ourselves to the trash that it is and then come <laughs> to you guys and, and really kind of dive into <laughs> what it's about yeah we're gonna go really in depth into this one and uh so what we're doing today is psychic wars psychic wars. ova it's it's what is it 50 minutes long it was made in 1991 yeah 50 minutes 1991 the studio was toei animation toei animation and that surprised me greatly because i looked at what they had made just prior <laughs> And they made Dragon Ball in the late 80s, and they had already started Dragon Ball Z. So there's no excuse for yeah, what for this, this is for them to like take this posh. on. You know, this felt like a money grab, but it couldn't have grabbed any cash. Yeah, like, no I, one's trying to thirst over a DVD box set of the OVA of Psychic Wars. So the rating from IMBD, which I was surprised as hell it was even on there. Yeah. 3.5 out of 10. Oh my gosh. My anime list, 3.5. One six. Oh my goodness! And if you ever looked on, if you ever looked on (laughs) my anime list, even stuff that we would consider not great at all is getting like high sixes. Yeah, high sixes, maybe even low sevens, are just like the man anime. This is this is half of that minimal score, and I don't. We're we're just overall impressions. 
for what's your first overall impressions what, wild was that this, was this such was, a wild ride it was so jarring it was so that just was, the way it was shot the way it was like told every yeah, bit of it we were talking about this at lunch beforehand and <laughs> i said you know for me the word that kind of describes it and wraps it up into a tight little bow jarring it's jarring it's it's, it's unbelievable it's, it's almost sickening like i watched it at normal speed just to like sink it in and then before this episode <laughs> i watched it at double speed it's all on youtube you can you can go look it up right now and the whole thing is on youtube right and like i don't know it, it's it's just double speed was like a fever dream of like a mangeka <laughs> like he is like at 105 fever he goes to bed he takes some nyquil and he sleeps for six hours and he wakes up and this is what he had dreamt to kind of get over his fever yeah it it's was it's that or like a bad L- lsd trip or something <laughs> yeah, I, you know what yeah. i mean like it is just bonkers from start to finish okay so i mean let's let's dive into it how does okay so how does it start what's our setup here yeah so First off, this movie is making no attempt to bring us into this world slowly. Not even a little bit. Not right? even a tiny, tiny fraction. Like the opening bit, like the first 10 seconds is some obvious spiritual entity speaking this cryptic 5,000-year-old like prophecy. Thing, yeah. yeah, and is calling out to somebody, some random person, be the hero we need. Yeah, it's like, there's a 5,000-year-old... Beast of hell yeah. that has escaped. Demon and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa hold like, on. What's whoa. happening? We have ju- we had, whoo, I have seen exactly 60 frames of footage before you hit me with this shit. Yeah, I think they say Tokyo, and then they say all this, and it's like, wow, okay, Done. we've got... We're here. Our setting is set. And then we're introduced to our main, main character. Yeah, so I... You know, his name is Dr. Retsu Ukyo. Ukyo, yeah. Ukyo. And, and he looks, okay, so his aesthetically, he looks like this, he looks, he looks like a JoJo character. Yeah, He looks sure. like a JoJo Part 1 character. He's built like a tank. He's <laughs> built like an 80s action star. All he needs is a tank top. But he, he's basically the ubermensch of Japan. He is a celebrated surgeon. He is built like a brick shithouse. He is... He's like maybe 25. Like, he's handsome as shit. And unbelievably he's tw- young. Yeah, like, he's like, like... What the hell is going on He here? might be younger than us right now, but he looks like, like an Arnold, but Japanese. So, uh, brilliant surgeon is like roped into this prophecy i guess like i I don't understand how he was chosen but i think what i'm gonna do is just kind of go through the the movie and then stop me anywhere you want to like i think we need to do that because we need to talk about some of the stuff in this movie but i I definitely want to make sure y'all get a good idea of like what this disaster of a movie of course yeah okay so so we we meet Ukiyo. Honestly, the beginning is kind of the most jarring because you're just like thrown into the situation and absolutely nothing makes sense. No. Okay. So, so basically, Dr. Retsu uh, Ukio seems inextric- inextricably interested in this woman on the table. It's like this old lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, she, she's having a, she had like a C-section, right? Like, I, like I basically it was a tumor, that, a cancerous tumor. Yes. He's, he's, the, his first opening line is you just see him cut open the stomach and he just says, stop the hemorrhaging. And then it yeah. just does like this weird cut over to like his face, like really dramatic and like, stop the hemorrhaging. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, so they remove the the nasty tumor and leave it in a container next to a pack of cigarettes. I thought that oh, was oh yeah, that 90s. was really funny. <laughs> I was just, like, okay. Yeah, so they they cut out this 
like otherworldly thing from this old ass woman and they just stick it on the table and there's like seven doctors around just like what is it yeah. it's still growing it's still moving yeah you shouldn't be looking at it in a fucking bucket on the table <laughs> next to cigarettes i'm like are you trying to say that this cigarettes causes this like yeah. what are you doing right this is, that was a weird placement of cigarettes i, I don't i don't know if that was a thing and but. then you know so at that point <laughs> The shifts in, are what is jarring. Yeah. The, the, the scenery shifts are unbelievably jarring. There's so many cuts. And like, there's absolutely no explanation as to why they're going where they are going. Yeah, and you don't know where they are. So what the initial, the one thing I never got is, was it after that Fukuyo or uh, Fukuyo? So the, the, the main n- love interest, we're going to just be calling Nurse. Nurse. Her name is Nurse. I don't, I don't care enough about this character. Her name is Nurse. Um. Yeah, nurse. Nurse just pops out of nowhere. She's like uh, his right hand, right hand woman. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's clear that she has the the hots. Well, who wouldn't? Doctor Retsu's got his. <laughs> I he's, mean, he's, he's the got man. his shit together. He does look like the man. Like, but so basically, he cuts this thing out of this woman. He feels compelled to like respect this woman that he just like cut the tumor out of, and then they like leave the hospital. Dude, this is what I didn't understand. What happened? Yeah. So they leave the hospital, and then somehow he's immediately back at the hospital, and then shit goes down. Right, right. So he must have left at, like, 4.30, because there is one specific timestamp. Time is so fucky in this movie. There is no sense of time anywhere, except for the one one time. He, like, leaves. He, like, leaves. He says we should get going Here, to yeah, nurse. Yeah. All right, hang on. So he, he's in the hospital talking to the nurse and acting solemn. Uh, he says to her, it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, he goes, it's time to go. And then and the then next he, scene, he is in the insane forest he's way in the, off the beaten path in the mountains. He's got to be at least 40 miles away from where he works. So what did he just drive out there immediately after telling her, let's go, and goes, she just doesn't follow? He says, the old lady looks familiar to me. Yeah, right, right. What are old you lady looks familiar about, to me. Dude? No, what? Yeah, how does it look familiar at the beginning of the movie? I don't understand. So then he's out in this in these woods. And he goes to this temple. I don't know how the hell he found this temple. I don't know why he's there. Then he goes. He already had no Becca. He already had a sixth sense of something was wrong out there because he, remember the wind scene right there when he like drives up, gets out of his car. He says, "There's some, there's something conscious out here," and he's just getting yeah, hit with wind. Which, and then nothing comes of that. He just then goes to the cabin. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that Did the, he already the know? old lady was like saying something, but in the translation on YouTube, it was not anything that would would. You know, I could even contrive to make it seem like this. I I, I don't. Yeah, the, I don't get it. I think the translation. I'm going to trust the translation. I don't even think the translation was the problem, but it definitely didn't help. <laughs> I don't know who did it. Yeah. But. So he goes to the, this temple off in the mountains. He looks at the statue and then says, "It looks like that woman." Oh, this statue of this <laughs> goddess. It's exactly that woman. So he's in. Yeah. What is inside that cabin? There's nothing. There's some benches and the one statue that's the size of like this book right here, like this. This like eight inch book, and he grabs it, and then purple he prays. He prays. He prays. prays. And then (laughs) this is starts getting really wonky. So a lightning storm shows up. Yeah, I don't know where. And then purple lasers just start blasting the fuck out of this temple. Okay, this isn't lightning. This isn't like strikes and random spots. It's like this continuous beam of Of lightning, like just laser laser lightning, and it's just like it beams towards the cabin. And just blows the cabin up, like Independence Day style, just nukes it. So basically, he wakes up, crushed under the temple. There it is. And hulks out 
like a god mode shiny boy. Let's talk more about that because he hears a voice of somebody saying, rise, Yukio, rise. <laughs> and then he just tries. And then suddenly... And now he's got gold powers. This man can shine now. It's like <laughs> Super Saiyan. It's, yeah, it's, it's like Super Saiyan, but definitely not. He stares into the sun and he sees solar flares and like super... I think... There's something going on in his eyes. Every time he goes powerful, he's like... He just shines. Some, like, he just orbs. shines. So he's like, am I dream?" So that's the funniest part. He's sitting there covered in power, staring at the sun, realizing basically, hi, I'm Japanese Superman. And he then says, am I dreaming? And then cuts back to the hospital. He's yeah. just back at the hospital. No, no, no. He, he co- takes a call, actually. Oh, he takes a call on the ride back. Yeah, yeah, So That's the only timestamp we ever get. Yeah, so he gets crushed by this temple. He powers up and then gets back in the car and calls the nurse. And or she calls him or something like that. They're in he touch. takes a call and finds out that the old lady who looked like the statue died at exactly seven thirty PM. He wasn't looking he at goes, Jack shit on a clock. He didn't know he goes, any of that. That's the exact time the temple exploded. Yeah, really? Jojo wow, character? Really? Oh my gosh, yeah. You didn't have a watch. You were out there like staring at the wind and getting shot by lasers. You didn't concern yourself with the time. Yeah, so the, the next point <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. I don't get it. I don't understand. The next portion of the of the movie was what I affectionately called the tumor attack. <laughs> it is a tumor attack. It's an attack of the tumor. So he's back at the hospital, and the tumor becomes a demon spawn face hugger alien thingamajig and starts just absolutely going to town on other doctors that were in the room looking at it. Yeah, didn't they divide at some point? Weren't there a couple of them at that point, or is it just that one? I think it was just the one. Just the one at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it goes crazy, and then... This is honestly the dumbest part of the whole movie, I think. Oh, really? He somehow from down the freaking hall finds out that this shit's going down. He's Superman. He, he can hear he it. He goes gold. He's Superman. He goes gold. He golds he's, up. He's a gold. Yeah, he golds up. He shot. He glows up. He blasts through two walls unnecessarily. That's doors. really funny. Yeah, he punches. He punches through the walls to get what would have taken him probably quicker through the. Through the doors. There's two you doors. See, you see the doors. Like, There's they're doors, there. <laughs> but he's just like, fuck the doors. The wall's better. I'm Superman now. Walls cannot hold me. And he just punches his way through to find what? Uh, a tumor attack. Yeah, so he has no training, no understanding or explanation of his powers. What? Yeah. And he just shines the fuck out of this little tumor. He's just like, he, boom. He's just shiny supreme. He says, take my glowy fist and then just punches it and it disintegrates. What I think is the craziest about this dude's powers and like, anything like that is he'll get his ass beat for a good two seconds of the fight and then he'll just decide nah i'm gonna kill you now and stabs him or like punches the shit out of him oh yeah because he just maybe he didn't believe in himself or he didn't have he didn't have enough power in the moment but who absolutely knows so that was the tumor attack section (laughs) and i find that funny i find that funny too because like they it's, also don't mention that he broke walls and nobody i guess saw him doing that no one saw him doing that they just if you just bust through some damn walls in a hospital, you think they're going to say something to you? Hey, Dr. Ukyo, what the hell did you just do? You know who did say something to him was the nurse who was just good to go yeah, after. Dripping. She she watched this man beat up this tumor, and she was like, yes. oh, perform on me. Perform some, perform <laughs> some, some shiny, shiny on me. Give, give me some of that shine, boy. So the next section I like to call Bones to Temple in Woods. Bones, Yeah, Bones to so, that that's the one thing that's always been surprising to me and watching it twice now is 
What are his motivations outside of, I feel compelled because I like this old woman? It starts getting really, really muddy. Right, right. So they learn, a, so he basically goes and grabs the stuff of the old woman's and it's just a book, right? And it had that same prophecy yeah. in it that you heard in the beginning, which is like 5,000 years, this beast will, will be released from hell. And So he decides he needs to bring her bones. Right. With Nurse. To some temple, another one. Well, Nurse just said, I'm coming with you, right? Nurse is just, I'm along for the ride now and you can't stop this. Basically, he got, she she wants to follow him, and he's like, nah. And she's like, yeah. And she shows up anyway. She's like, yeah, I'm coming. So, so. He's, he's driving to the woods. I don't know how he knows where he's going. Again, this is the one of the three times where there, that's the most, like, you, like, he knows exactly where to go to drop these bones off. Except not, because she literally asks him, and he goes, I don't know. It just feels like I should go here. Yeah, yeah. It feels like, yeah, it's like, where are we going? I don't know. Maybe I'm being guided by the will of Shara. Or whatever, oh, oh, whatever oh, like the, the God's name or whatever is. whatever the fudge. Yeah, because like, he, he, it's, it's at this on. point, he knows, he feels like he is compelled by the prophecy that this old woman had written, right? Because yes. he then reads that on the roof of the hospital with Nurse, and he feels compelled at that point. Because like, oh, I must be this prophecy. What's so annoying to me is he vaguely offhand mentions where, like, the region of the forest he's going to go to. And then as he's driving up there, she's waiting by a sign that says the name of whatever the region is. Was that later when... Um, that was the after, second time. That was that after the... Again. I said the after the anthropolo- they talked to the anthropologist or the archaeologist. That is the, the second time that happened. Right, this right. is the first time. The first time, yeah. They're driving together. No. Yes, because he doesn't, know where to go. he doesn't know where to go. She, I'm telling you, she is on the road next to the road sign when he shows up. And he goes, so you came anyway. I'm telling you, this happens twice. It is that bonkers. But when is the time that he's riding in the car with her? That's the second time. That's when they're taking the bones. No. Yes, because no. she's got the white box in her lap. Yeah. In any in any case, this this is how jarring this movie is because none of it makes sense in terms of how they get to point A to point B with the information that they have. They were never told where to go in this forest. They were like, we have to drop the bones off. Okay, instantly know where to go. And when they get to that first spot, they're attacked by a demon at that point, right? Yes, in a temple. In a temple. Okay. So. But what was odd, so they're in the temple, they do whatever they got to do, and then they flash back to like seconds before when they're outside the temple walking towards it. Oh, that that was the weirdest cut because they like he's inside the temple and then has a vision from the, like a message from the future and then they're outside and then they're back inside. Yeah, it's like, what is happening? Like the demon's eyes glow as they're holding each other and then they're back outside. And like showing them walking towards the temple, like there was literally no, there was no exposition. Where did they? Where did, when did they go in or out? Like, what is, is there, the point? Oh my, <laughs> it was so bad. And then okay, they're finally outside, and then this demon like pops out of the ground like a daisy, just like I'm here now. Like he literally comes out of the ground, um, and he uh he he whips their ass. Yeah. So so there's like basically no progression, but a lot of shine. There's so much shiny. This this man is so shiny. <laughs> He's, I guess this is where the psychic comes in. He like psychics himself a sword from gold form and that was, a spear from gold. That form. was the moment I asked, like, what the fuck is this guy's power system? We don't know. He he pulls a sword out, pulls a sword. He then pulls a spear. He is super stra- strong. I guess super fast because he was that way in the hospital, and he's durable enough to take a beat in there for a little bit. But he doesn't always have his powers. And no battle damage. Question. And no battle damage. Not, no, yeah, you see blood. You see him get hit with blood. Yeah. Is that when he kicks the demon in the schnoz? No, that's later. That's later? Oh, God. So, 
okay he, he, his fighting style is all over the place it's it's insane it, it's a complete mess okay so so he, he one hit ko's the demon after he pulls out psychic sword and psychic spear right psychic stuff and, and now uh, he's thinking the demon crumbles the demon crumbles and now he now he's thinking that oh snap i basically have uh we're working with demons now i gotta go talk to somebody who knows a thing or two about demons Right. Yep. Abrupt ass cut to Osaka University. Hard cut. They are across the country now. And, Unbelievable. And uh, meets up meets up with an old buddy, old buddy that they went to uh, uh, grade school with or something or in college. They had some ac- academic relation. Right. And that's the only reason. And he said, "Enough talking about the past. Tell me about my future." So the dude basically offhand talks about this uh, Joman Empire and the like Joman where Empire. it was in this forest. Right. It's like five thousand. This is where. where like I was saying, they do something and then they go back and try to fix it in like a kind of a flashback type scenario. Right, right. He says like maybe one sentence and then all of a sudden they're going on this to this Odigihara forest. Like, Man, I, oh, yeah, it just didn't make sense. Show me him explaining the whole situation See, and then go. They do do that later, right? Like they show you saying. cuts. They yeah. show exactly their conversation after they've already gone to the demon world. That conversation was super funny to me because they, they said uh, they're asking about the Joman period, Joman Empire back 5,000 years ago. Right. And he first says, oh, yeah, they're very simple dwellings, very simple people. They're just hunting and gathering. And we believe they don't have any social system. Cut to them in the forest. Yeah. And then later it says, what if I told you they did actually have it and there were demons? Like, he starts dropping bombs, but they've already cut away and they're in the forest now. So, <laughs> I don't understand. Why is why is someone who's writing the show would do... Well, so this is the second part. So, he decides to go to Odigahara. Okay. The nurse says, hey, doctor, are you going there? Take me with you. And no. he goes, no, it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. She's literally already there when he gets there. That's the thing, yeah. What so, the fudge is going on he, in this Yeah, movie? He, po- he pops up, and he, when he arrives there, she's coming over the hill in her red Corvette. She's already there. Yeah. How? And, she, and she's like, oh, she's like, I, I know I won't be a bother. Just let me come with you. And he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Like, that's it. Hell yeah. That sounds So, <laughs> this is insane. All right, all right. So, they're camping out. And there's that quick cut of her, like, don't they see a snake, like, eating a dog? And then yeah. he's just like, stay back. Quick cut again. So he brings a gun. He, I he don't, brings why? a gun. Wait, 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 yeah. Why? The only why, thing that can de- It's been established that the only thing that can defeat these demons are... Why bring a gun, man? <laughs> just explain to me it's where his... you're coming... I right. mean, he literally fights demons with it, and it does nothing, so he freaking hits them with it as a club right right right. No, but, explain why you brought a gun man why yeah so why when you are it's established that your shiny supreme superpowers are the only things that can defeat demons and he decides all right so i might as well bring a gun it's because that's just how this is gonna be and so they see they see like a dead animal or something and he's like i bet you wish you didn't come and she's like, no, it's fine. It's great. I know, cause I'm and here then, with I'm here with you, Japanese Superman. Yeah. So they're at at a like campfire. They hear a sound. He, he just runs away from. That's her. what they. He he's like, this smells like a beast. I'm gonna sprint. I'm gonna beeline it that way into the woods. You just stay here and be Insane, cool. Insane, right? He goes and sees, and he finds out it's a deer. And then he hears her scream, like this is a shock. Yeah. Because he just oh, ran. Surprising. Because he's super powered, right? Imagine how far he actually ran. Yeah. He may have run like a mile away, <laughs> and just to shoot this deer, which he doesn't do. And then he hears her scream a mile back, goes back, and then 
what happened in the in the middle of that interaction? She's gone. And then he he chases down and finds a te- another temple. Yeah, so it's like the third temple. He's like chasing after her, right? And oh my god! He gosh. gets kind of pulled into this Joman Joman Empire temple, right? That was like a ruins or something. And yes, there's like this dope eighty synth wave. So I was actually down with the. There was the some parts of this there. that were actually kind of tight. Like, <laughs> but then he he kind of sees this. So it's like a it's like a Zelda temple basically where he's got to jump across all these stones across the water and get to the other side where he just heard this scream coming from well he's jumping on the rocks and then all of a sudden a freaking whirlpool opens up and it turns into a time portal okay here's my problem they never show him going in the whirlpool nope they just show a whirlpool they show him going up and then somehow he went down in the whirlpool (laughs) it's just so bad he disappears into the ceiling and then they just show a whirlpool and then he's just Floating with his gun. And then you just, find him in 5,000 years in the past. No, no, I love, I, the, I love I the old... I don't know I love the happening. old women that were just like, let this happen to you. Just feel the flow. And then he's like, okay. And then oh, boom, yeah. 5,000 years later. And boom. then, uh, so he basically wakes up in 5,000 years ago, absolutely ass just yeah destroys some demons so right? so i i think that was one of my favorite parts of this entire ova was he, he his whole sleeve and all of his outfit were fine and then he wakes up in 5000 years ago and his sleeves are partially ripped right <laughs> and then as he's like he's picking off demons right no he he tries to shoot and can't because I guess guns. No, no, he he yet. he had a couple shots. If you saw their charging, never did anything. They, he killed five demons. He did. He well, killed killed them by beating them with the gun. That was after he ran. He ran out of ammo and then went shiny. He wasn't shiny and then he basically ran out of ammo. There's that section behind the rock where he's. They can see him like something flash over the ridge, and just he starts picking off demons. So guns Fair do enough. work. This, this part of it was completely uninteresting to me. And then. <laughs> He basically realizes he's out of ammo, goes shiny, rips his sleeves off by flexing, and starts beating the shit out of these demons with this this gun as a club. So it's it's proof that weapons do work, but were the bullets shiny? I don't know. It just starts getting really weird. Right. So, so the, yeah, basically, he, he fights these guys, these cavalry demons. He wins. He wins. He goes and meets the uh, Jomun. So he, he swipes a horse, right? So he looks pretty badass yeah, yeah. sliding down a hill Skyrim style on a so horse. So he talks to them, and they're like, they say this strangely specific, you know, legend. This is, must be the god that's supposed to come from 5,000 years in the so future. That was so funny. That was so funny. What is happening right now? This, this old man sees this dude on a horse right up over a ridge, and then the first thing he thinks is, oh, my God. It's a It's god. god. <laughs> it's God. <laughs> The god from, you know... 5,000 years in the future. I guess he has to save them in order for, like, Japan to be born. Or yeah, so this is his quest in the, in the past, is that he has to defend the Joman Empire people from the demon tribe, which were a thing uh, 5,000 years ago. So, he's still <laughs> looking for the nurse, and I... Yeah, he thinks the nurse came with him. There's a couple problems here for me. <laughs> What at this point when he's like back in time? Yeah, for like a from like a time standpoint, I don't think he goes and fights the demons until he realizes his girlfriend was a demon in disguise. 
in in the past. So yeah, there's the moment where he's with no no he starts to that's the one part he goes to the he goes to the tribe of the Joman people. Yeah, he goes with the, Grandpa dude. Grandpa to like the waterfall. waterfall and the waterfall. There are the five holy women that were talking to him this entire movie. Right, right. And the goddesses. I, right, right. I don't know if they're goddesses because they just called themselves holy women. Someone else calls them goddesses later. I think they might have called themselves holy women from heaven. When, when he's praying to them and he hears the voice before the first demon shows up with, with the nurse. But here's the thing is he then confirms the old man is then vindicated that, oh, the legends are true. This man has come from very specifically 5,000 years <laughs> in the future. So very specific. specifically. I cannot, I cannot stress enough how specific it was. They don't show him going back from the waterfall, but it shows him on a horse and then it's just, it's this sharp cut to the whole village just standing there and the chieftain saying, they eat women as food. And then he's like, demons! No, demons! And he just, like, he just runs away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nurse! <laughs> I yeah. gotta find you. So he goes and I don't know how he finds the nurse or whatever, but she's hanging naked up over this pond. Oh, yeah. She's, she's very essentially hung. So he dives in and goes and saves her. And oh, wait. It's not the nurse. She it's pulls out sweet demon. claws and just just crushes it's a him. Shape shifting demon. Yes, that's the one he kicks in the balls. Yes. Yes. So he, he has a massive fight and he decides that he's gonna do a nut nut punch. Nut punch. He takes his massive shine and applies it to his massive foot and then uses his massive leg to sh- kick him kick the demon in its massive dick and then there's this really funny little cut of him like cringing almost like Speed of Sound Sonic from. Yeah. From One Punch Man. Fortunately, so. demons are anatomically similar to humans, or the dick punch probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> In our ample research, we have proven that yeah. you know, this is this is definitely uh, a... Uh... Also, there's a <laughs> demon god in heaven. Weird, right? Doesn't demon it seem god like in heaven? maybe there's... Maybe that's a cultural thing that I don't quite get, but yeah, it I seems that, like it shouldn't like work. It seems like a Japanese thing, but, but I think what's really funny is something you said earlier that, that like... Ukio gets his ass beat almost initially in every fight and then comes back. Yeah. It's right after if you if you watch the fight between the the demon shapeshifter and him, a couple things are weird. One, he doesn't glow underwater. I don't know if that's a thing about his powers, but who knows? <laughs> no one knows. Um and then the when guy he, who wrote it doesn't know, right? When he po- I know. He he had no <laughs> idea. He was just off the cuff. And he pops up out of the water and then it seems like he's flying and then glows after he's dry. Kicks this demon in the schnauzer, right, and right in the cash and prizes, yeah, right in the and then the dome. demon commences to beat the fuck out of him for like fifteen seconds. Yeah, hard, hard beat. I mean, you would too if you got kicked in the. Dome. And he no shines, and then he decides, eh, I'm gonna shine and kill I'm gonna his shine ass. now. I'm gonna shine, er, and then shines his ass off, and that's just, I don't know. So that was crazy jarring, and then he goes to the demon tribe empire. Yeah. He blows it up. How did he know? He thought it was the Joman Empire. He's just like, is this the Joman Empire? And then he finds a bunch of demons outside and, and shines on their ass. Yeah, so he shines on a bunch of demons. He somehow gets within the walls of this massive, <laughs> like, Jerusalem-type city with a big-ass wall around it. Right. He finds some explosive shit, blows it up while the demons are, like, getting ready for battle. And then... Oh yeah, that was that was nuts, dude. He like he finds enough explosive underneath this empire, the entire empire. He finds enough explosives to blow up 
the entire it's like finding like u.s nuclear room yeah and just lighting a match yeah and then somehow so, this is this is how it is now so i mean i guess this part doesn't hurt me that bad because like if if i found the same thing i would have lit it up that's how, that's how you would have done it but here's yeah. probably what's the weirdest part is all of a sudden you know now we're in this uh situation where this empire is exploding right so he decides you know i gotta get back and then you know as if a, a gift from God, all of a sudden, this you know purple lasers start coming down. Well, here's the thing which about is time travel. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing about that. What it struck me is if there are two sides to this, the the forces that gave Doctor Retsu Yukio this power, and the demon side who have their own thing going on with deities and stuff. How come the purple laser serves both sides' purpose? Because it's the same. What is the purple it's laser? It's the same purple laser that gave him the powers that gave the demons time travel. It's the same color, the same everything. Unless it was the demon that showed up at the temple. I don't know. It so made that's no the thing. Sense. He's giving a rout. The, the general's giving a rousing speech, and it's not that rousing. It's actually pretty shitty. It's like <laughs> it's time for the general war. It's time for the general battle. Yeah, like, yeah. This is the battle we have. He even calls it generic. This is the general battle, and then. He uh, appeals to the demon, uh, the demon in heaven, the, the the demon god or whatever, and then this this purple lightning comes down, and then it becomes a portal to five thousand years into the future. What? Like, 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 like I, don't, I don't know how. I don't know how the who's favoring who. I don't know. So basically, a few of these demons get through. They get through. Then right. Retsu is fighting with the king demon. And they're kind of like clashing and they fall into the laser. So they both blast back into the current time. Oh, yeah. They just pop in. Yeah. Like he basically kills the rest of the demons instantly. And then he has this little fight with the demon king. Gets his ass beat. He shines. He stabs him. And then he drives. He did. He gave him a sweet, he gave him a sweet shiny stab with like a jab. Yeah. And then he gives, he hits him. I think he pulls his heart out. Maybe. He does. He or that was a different one. No, 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 no. That's a Kilua style. Pulls the heart out. He does it right on the bridge. Yeah, because that's when he's getting his real ass so beat. Then he gets in the shell tanker and drives his gas tanker off the bridge with the guy attached to it and blows up. Yeah. No. Okay. Mistaken. The one he kicked in the balls is the one he pulled the yeah, heart out. Yeah, I was thinking. He, he drove that. He drove a gasoline truck into the head demon and shoved him over the edge. And he thought that his battle was won. So then Nurse comes in out of nowhere. Yeah. Again, she like sees an explosion Can from her say, apartment. Can I incredibly yeah. you know, anticlimactic that the Demon King or whatever gets killed like instantly. Yes. Like there's no... Like he gets stabbed, blown up. But, the, but there's... And then... I think there might be a reason for that. I <laughs> well, think there's a reason for Nurse that. Nurse shows up. Right. I don't know how. So we get one of the weirdest, trippiest sex scenes of, of all time I've ever seen. Well, it's, first he goes marry me <laughs> oh no right in the sex scene yeah no like, it was before that it's literally They're in literally the moment sitting under the bridge and he goes marry me. no he doesn't he's telling no you. no in okay so it literally it's him passing out on the bridge she runs up his vision fades and then it cuts to them like sailor moon color style banging each other like holding each other and then during that moment it says will you marry me and then it just shows her like crying really artistically yeah and it shows a bunch of flowers and then we cut to them naked going in a bedroom, naked in a bedroom. And he goes, we have to go see your parents. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We got to go see your parents tomorrow. Next scene. Okay. They're in the car on the way to the parents. Yep. They're on the car. They're on the way to the car. And so where, he's where are driving. they going? Yeah. Where are they going? To the Asahina 
temple. Yeah, nurse, nurse's family's temple. So basically, he's driving, and then all of a sudden, the goddess says, it's not time for you to be happy yet. You still have shit to do. It looks like the car stops. Like, he yeah. stops in the middle of the road, like, like oh. WTF, mate. Oh, I, I cannot be happy yet. I have more anime to complete. Yeah, so <laughs> they go into this Asahina temple, and it's weird because there's all these, like, demon-looking golems all over the place, statues. And she starts to say, Nurse starts to say some weird shit, too, yeah, she's here. She's starting to get a little wonky, and she's like, we should die together. <laughs> that was the one thing. Yeah, she starts saying, like, oh, these are all the oppressed and the ones that were defeated, and the demons were defeated despite them being intelligent, and I know I feel kind of for them. We should all commit suicide together in this temple. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 hold on. Like, what's <laughs> this, happening right this now? Is so left field. And he looks at her like, he, you notice his reaction? It wasn't shock. It wasn't anything. It was just, we should die together in this main temple. Why do we have to die? <laughs> yeah. it's just, there's no shock of what her, what she just said. And then she's, and then, and then he's it, like, you're the demon king, aren't right. you? Right. <laughs> so yeah, the message he got in the car from the from the goddesses was, you still have to defeat the demon king, and then you can have happiness. Or king of darkness. The king of darkness. Like yeah, yes. Yeah. And then she doesn't even give any information away to prove that she's that. Well, she just says, "Yes, I am." And, after and he says, after he says that. Oh god. After after he said it was. And so I guess her whole goal was to continue. So she's got immortal life, and she's been continually banging like dudes of the era yeah prospects throughout time to try to send demons back in time to like build that empire up so that they don't get eradicated right so she's been continuously for five thousand years banging dudes and stocking an army and throwing them back for for all intents and purposes if you want to give a a pro of the plot that's a good plan yeah that's a good good plan like that's not a bad plan so So. she finally meets him she knows he's the one that's gonna kill him and she falls in love with him she says and and i like how she put it she was like and you know what happened after that yeah i fell i fell in love with (laughs) you yeah it was wonky come on man so then I don't understand how that all devolves, and he's basically like, "I'm not gonna kill myself." And then they start fighting. No, no, okay. And she's got light speed powers. One, y'all. it's it's rad. Like, okay, I will say her character design after she transforms was rad as she shit. She's like a harpy from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, she looked like she belonged in like an '80s Van Halen like animated yeah. metal video. It's it. She looked cool, and she was definitely like they they're like forgot about fan service the entire show, and they're like, "Oh shit, shit, show tits, uh, show some tits real quick, and then uh, give her a thong." Got it. Yeah, Fancer, so we in this. She's got light speed powers. He forgets how to shine. And then <laughs> He forgets how to shine. He does. He just like stops. This, this demon god in heaven comes like <laughs> his vision comes out and he's like trying to fight them too. And oh, then no. the five goddesses come back and shoot marbles at that guy and he dies. Oh, and, yeah, and these five goddesses pull a Goku from the Cell Saga. Like they come back and directly help. Like yes. they, they throw some beads at her and with some like, freaking marbles and shit. Yeah, and then he all summons, of a sudden... He summons two weapons at yeah, once. Then he gets his sword and his spear and back. And his spear and... Oh, my gosh. And, and then uh, they kill they kill her. Mm. And uh, then there's this weird part yeah. at the end where she goes, you should go see her family, the Asahina family. There's someone there waiting for you. Waiting there with what all What does that her? mean? So, no, no. The, that is the worst cliffhanger in history. One, I, I, I deciphered it on my second watch through. And it, it, there's a moment after... He kills the king of queen, I guess, of darkness, and um, she like kind of reverts back to nurse there for a little yeah, bit, yeah. and she says, "I love you with all my heart." And then the five goddesses take the body away, yeah. and says, "Go to her family's home. There's someone waiting for you. Someone waiting for you with all their heart." And I'm like, "Is she? St- is nurse still alive?" 
This is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't no know. Like, like, well, they put her back. Abruptly fucking ends. My favorite part of that whole ending is that he just like, I guess realizes something that most of the audience wouldn't looks up into the sky, sheds a single tear and says, Oh my God. And then the whole thing ends. It just cuts to black. It was wax it was, sauce. It was so jarring. Unbelievable. <laughs> you guys have got to watch it. I have to say, so this guy's power system is, it's basically like what I told Ethan. It felt like Japanese Superman. I'm saying he's a super Saiyan, but they had just done the animation for that. Or some, or like they're just about to do it in Dragon like Ball it, Z. It looked like he was powered by Maybe the it's sun. The predecessor of Dragon I, Ball Z. No, because Dragon Ball Z had already started. Yeah, but they didn't get to. This was written in the late '80s. But he didn't go super. This is '91. It was. It was animated in '91. The manga it's based on was from the '80s. I think this is the predecessor to Super Saiyan. They didn't do that till Cell or not Cell uh, Frieza arc. I mean, I Tori. Anywho, it was garbage trash it was you gotta watch it because it is so jarring so yes it was pure art it was so it 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 felt weird because it it didn't follow any convention of storytelling the the cuts were jarring things felt like they just dropped a bunch of scenes on the floor and made sure it was kind of roughly in order and you know nothing was explained i can understand you have 50 minutes but i've seen a lot more told more craftily in 50 minutes like the first episode episode of GTO is a, fifty like, minute fifty minute classic. Like so I I know what can be done. done. I know what can be done, and I don't know, man. It's just watching it hurt my brain. It was high form art. Yeah, obviously. I think I think I might just not be evolved enough in We're my studies not to, to know. It, it was unreal, <laughs> y'all. Check it out. It was bonkers. So so honestly, this psychic wars. Uh, piece of media i don't even i i fear calling it anime because it only looks like it purpose <laughs> but i don't know it, it just felt it felt like you were driving in a car and someone was just obsessed with just like drifting and just whipping you black and forth <laughs> and you didn't know where any of it was going you didn't yeah. even know where, where we were driving to it's just you're along for this ride that felt really painful on your brain and neck i think what the best part is is at the end I still don't know where we went. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. We, we may have spanned the entire, like, maybe half of the country of Japan in, in, the, in that 15 minutes. We had minutes. to have because they just kept jump cutting all over the fucking planet. <laughs> right. What we had was animation that was just not ideal. <laughs> animation but that was dog shit. Story that was dog shit. Story that was dog Powers shit. Powers that were dog shit. So many inconsistencies, like Pete then suddenly knowing clairvoyantly where to yeah. go and what Time to do next. Was ass. There was there was no there's nothing no through line of, of events. Like any of them could have been plucked and right. So, you know, in conclusion, everybody watch it. Everybody watch it. It's I think free. you and it's your friends YouTube. would love to shit on that, just like we did. Oh yeah. No, seriously, grab grab a couple buddies, get yourself some snacks, sit yourself down for a nice forty eight minute uh yeah, even watch it double speed. You watch it double speed, you are going to your you your your ears might bleed. It's it's it is it so jarring. Nuts. It's probably bad for your health, but uh, we'll definitely be doing this again. This was super fun. We were yeah, texting blast. each other like all the other night when we decided to watch it. Like, dude, what is happening yeah. right now? And Ethan's like, I do not know. Purple lasers. What the purple hell? Purple lasers helping both sides. The purple lasers are like the, the just god an- of this anarchist. new world. They're just anarchists. Yeah. <laughs> they just help all sides. Oh, man. So, yeah. That was Weebology. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't know whatever you're listening on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, and stuff like that. Uh, we really appreciate your listens. Uh, give us five stars where applicable. Five stars, folks. Yeah. We like, need them. Yeah. I actually have my mattress at home is like 98% uh, 
stars. Like it's right. a very comfortable so to sleep on. It's how I sleep. The more five stars you give them, the better sleep we'll have. The better sleep we get because it's like what it's it's just uh it's better than Tempur Pedic. You know, you you guys you guys held us up and uh, yeah. So really you know, reviews really help out podcasters and will help us. You know, get a little bit of incentive to keep going. We yeah, have, we have a lot of fun making these. But we also hope that you guys are having fun listening to them. Oh yeah, you have any suggestions on anything? You go go on a Weebology YouTube and watch our Weeb clips. Leave some comments there about stuff you want us to do in the future. We're totally open to whatever you guys want to do, and we'll do the research for y'all or get opinionated at each other and drop kick each other across the table right here. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a given that we're gonna fight. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight this. I'm gonna fight this man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, you know, have a phenomenal rest of your day. Yeah, week, month, year. Have a good life. You know, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm Ricky, and I'm Ethan, and this has been Weebology. You've been learned. You've been learned. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.